player 2 has joined the game. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 268 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my remote brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? Fantastic. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast. We're just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure to like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. Uh, also make sure you hit that little bell so you get notified whenever we post a new video or go, go live with like GTA shenanigans or whatever. And uh, also, if you like audio services, that's cool too. Just give us a thumbs up, five-star review or whatever your service does. Thanks. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Just like our affiliates, James Solar, Sarah Solar, John Tangley, and Derek Bamford did, as well as our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Vernon Slayton, and Dustin Downs. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. I got a new t-shirt. Looks similar to our t-shirts, but it's not. I love it. Uh, I I mean, yeah, because Konami sucks, but um, (laughs) The, the cool thing, the, the tag here, which there's no way I'm going to try to show that right now because I'm not going to disrobe, but the tag is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, and I appreciate that. Oh, really? Yep. Very okay, cool. I can't. I had to fix the hair because I'm looking at myself and I can't take it, so now it's at least a little bit better. Um, I got COVID finally, and I'm pretty much fine. Uh, I might sound a little weird. I feel like I sound a little weird. Um, but after my wife, my four-year-old and my seven-year-old got it, I assumed I would. And I did. So I'm about three days past when I tested positive and it's a bad cold. Um, I'm congested. I'm coughing up all kinds of stuff as Sean saw before we started recording. Um, but yeah, so that's why we're doing this remote. Uh, sorry to our affiliates that we couldn't stream this live. By next week, we'll be back unless Sean gets it, and then we'll it'll be another week. But hopefully he won't. Hopefully we'll be back to normal next week. But yeah, it's not. It's uh, I'm I'm not sleeping well, but it's like it, it could be much worse. So I'm happy that it is not. Yay, COVID. Um. I loved it. I, I think it was Jess that sent it to the family group about the whole uh, it's like a dodgeball game that you've been on the back line for two for two years and the front lines keep getting thinned out and finally got thinned out enough to where I got it. And that's pretty accurate, I think. Sean. Yes. Do we want to talk football? Um, I mean, we can. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep it quick, but yeah, let's cover it. Best weekend of football ever. Now we were rooting for the Bills, so that kind of excuse it. But before that game, and if no, I was from a com- if I was yeah, impartial, from a completely I would say, yeah. objective standpoint, I think yeah, it, it has to be. Um, I mean, you have four games, and they were all you know, walk off wins. Yeah. I mean, that, that never happens. 
the the smallest total point differential for a divisional round ever. Um, the one, honestly, wait, what's the other game? There's that one, that one. <laughs> yeah, I think other than the Bills, I'm happy with the result of all of them. And I know we live in Tennessee. I have no connection to the Titans. I'm I'm fine with them, but I know Kevin doesn't like them, but I, I really like Burrow. I like what the Bengals are doing. I wouldn't mind at all if they won at all. I don't see them There's getting no way. past the Chiefs unless no. the Chiefs just beat themselves. Like and the Bills, man, like their defense really kind of screwed them over. Like I get that it's the Chiefs. Well, it's and Patrick the coaches. Holmes whatever yeah but like you're supposed to have the number one defense and they move the ball at will and the bills played an almost perfect game and it still wasn't enough i mean it's it's unbelievable it was a heck of a game but i don't know i think the best super bowl we could get is la and kansas city and i think that would be phenomenal but yeah, I don't like yeah. Burrow. Um, I think he's a cocky little ish. Um, I also don't like him for personal reasons. <clears throat> Next Shavani. But um, yeah, I I wanted Tennessee to win. It, it's so weird. Like we moved down here in 2003, which was only four years after the, you know, the Music City Miracle. Um, but over time, I've let that go. And I have found myself rooting for the Titans, but man, Ryan Tannehill is just garbage. Like he's, he's not good. He's never been good. It's, and you could tell that Henry was not a hundred percent for sure. No, definitely not. Um, and when he's not Derek Henry, or you don't just say, we're going to go with Deontay Foreman and just go from there. Tannehill cannot win games. And he showed that. Uh, I was happy Brady lost and I texted one of my buddies, like, even if the bills lose, at least Brady lost, but then the game happened. And I was like, I, I cannot, I, I <sighs> think what you want about, you know, overtime football and everything. But, uh, the, the fact that Josh Allen played as well as he did and didn't even touch the ball in overtime is a joke. And I do think Kansas City is going to wipe the floor with Cincinnati. Hi, Brittany. Um, it's it's not even it's not even close. Like if Josh Allen and a much more talented team couldn't beat Kansas City, there's no way the Bengals have a chance. Like I, I feel like it's seven point spread, but I feel like they're going to win by two touchdowns. The only one that I, I think mean, the, is in doubt. The Cincinnati defense is no slouch. I mean, they're not as good as buffalo but i mean that clearly wasn't a typical buffalo defense game yeah. so they just kind of they screwed themselves over but if the cincinnati defense shows up and plays as good as they can like i mean they beat them already i mean so did the bills so who knows and the bills beat them when the chiefs weren't really the chiefs the bengals beat them when they were back to being the chiefs in so, cincy but i think that was instant yeah so yeah. I don't know. And I'm not, I'm no conspiracy theorist or anything, but 
you know the NFL doesn't want like a San Francisco Cincinnati Super Bowl. Like, well, what I was hearing today, I mean, though, that happened the, before, but like, well, so the highest rated Super Bowl ever was the first one between Cincy and San Fran. Because I think that was before really? cable was like a thing. There was like five channels back then or whatever. But yeah. Um, hmm. But no, nobody wants to watch that game. That's that's horrible. No, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is is their their star. Um, I, I don't think I'm not saying the NFL is going to try to do any funny business, but I don't see any way. And I like San Fran. I think they're. Giants magical run is kind of coming, but they're not, they're not going to beat LA. I know again, they also beat them earlier, but I think it's done. Well, the the whole thing is you can't beat a good, you, you, one team cannot beat another team three times in one season. San Fran has beaten LA twice already. Right. I'm pretty sure. I think so. They've beaten them. Like, I think they beat them six in a row or something. Yeah. It's something stupid. They just, Yeah. yeah, they own them for some reason, but. I don't know. So yeah, yeah uh, it was an entertaining week. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if both next week, this coming week's games are blowouts. Like, yeah, I don't see either of them being overly competitive. But yeah. Well, before we get to the video game stuff, as we are a video game podcast, I just went on Instagram before we started recording, and I saw this from men's humor. And I wanted to ask you this, you have to delete one of these for the rest of your life. Which do you pick? The five choices are tacos, wings, bread, pasta, and burgers. To me, I'm going wings, wings, bread, pasta, and burgers. I'm going wings. I'm going wings. I can get chicken so many other ways. Wings are great. I, I know that, but I'm not giving up tacos. I'm not giving up bread for sure, because then you can't have a burger if you can't have bread. Pasta, hell no. And burgers, no way. It, it's wings for me. Mm. It's not tacos. It's not pasta. I don't know. Man, I don't know. That's tough. I guess you gotta pick one. I would probably say wings too, yep. because you can get your chicken fixed yep. other ways. Like nugs. Yeah, I guess I'd probably go wings. Yeah. You still got the nugs. I think wings is the only answer. Like I love chicken wings, but like you said and I said, you can get you can get good chicken so many other ways. Like I I'm not gonna give up tacos any day of the week. I'm not gonna give up bread. I'm not going to give up pasta and I'm not giving up burger. Like, no, it, it's wings. I, I think wings is the only answer. And if you say anything else, then I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. All right. So we agree. One thing we won't agree on, which doesn't make any sense, but it's a segue is our PlayStation wrap up for 2021. This stupid website finally started working for both of us today. Okay, before we get into that. Yes. I hate PlayStation. Like, so twice I did a uh, a chat with them online. 
-hmm. and just basically to say, Hey, my wrap up's not working. I clearly had more than 10 hours. I'm over 18. I live in the U S I've got my settings to like full data share, whatever, all this first time I basically just get this canned response. Thank you for your blah, blah, blah. Uh, we have not heard of any issues, which I call BS on. We've not heard of any issues with this. Uh, we suggest trying on different networks and blah, 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 blah. And like the chat just like closed. I'm like, I didn't even get to see the message. So I'm like, what just happened? So I had to go and click on like save transcript to actually go back and read what was said. I'm like, okay. Next day I try again, still not working. I do another chat I say, my wrap up's not working. I'd said everything I said before, but then I added on, I've also tried multiple devices, multiple browsers on multiple different networks. It's not working. I did a chat yesterday and I basically got an answer saying that you guys aren't aware of this problem, but I can tell you multiple people are experiencing it. Um, Multiple. What can I do? And they basically just sent the same, like it's a copy and paste. They just sent me the same message again and just like closed chat. I'm like, are you? kidding me like and and they said in the same thing we suggest uh waiting and trying again and maybe trying on different networks because i'm like i'm not gonna let you just say that same thing to me again and they did i've been messaging ask playstation on twitter dming them no response i've tagged them in like tweets nothing they suck but yes randomly it finally started working today yeah i tweeted them multiple times and Somebody responded to me was like multiple was like, Hey, reach out to this guy on Instagram. And it's some guy that likes on un, uh, like unlocks yeah. PlayStation accounts. I was like, nah, yeah, not doing that. no, <laughs> I'm not reaching out to this guy, but finally it did work. Thankfully before we recorded, uh, I will go first. So here's our 2021 PlayStation wrap up. So we're going to go category by category last year. I played meaning me and my family, which it, it'll make sense here in a minute. 628 total hours on PlayStation. Sean, what was your number? Uh, 499. That's all you. So you played way more than I did. Okay. Uh, And I mean, I'll forget about this a year from now. I spent a lot of time, spoiler alert for... I've spent a lot of time in January playing Final Fantasy X. Well, yeah, but that doesn't affect this. So, yeah, it'll be next year. No, yeah. but next year I'm going to have, plus with the way this year is shaking up, I might hit a 1,000 this year. Hell yeah. Okay, so hours breakdown. This was interesting, but I mean, not really when I get to the next category. But okay, so 35% of my total playtime was on PS5 games for 219 hours. 65% was on PS4 for 409 hours. I played 500, I played 538 hours locally, 90 hours online, probably five of that was GTA online, five of that was me, 237 days I played PlayStation, and I spent zero hours in VR, obviously. <laughs> Sean, what are your stats? Uh, 60%, 300 hours of my time was on PS5. Wow. 40%, 199 was on PS4. Um, of my 499 hours, 496 were played locally with three hours of online, which was probably our one GTA five that was stream. Our stream. Yep. Uh, that was the only time I played anything <clears throat> online, apparently, uh, 155 days. 
So I average almost when I play almost I every one every two. about three hours yeah. a day. Like if I play, I'm playing for three hours on an average day and zero hours in VR, which I guess makes sense because I guess it has been a while since I played re7 in vr i would have thought it was last year but it must have been 2020 but yeah well hopefully both of us will get more hours in vr this year but we'll see what happens uh in 2021 i played 35 games my number one of course is minecraft (sighs) james i know you've said that like I, I can, you know, share benefits, whatever. I can't. You all, all you can do with PS Plus because I researched. You can share your library with other accounts on your PlayStation, but I can't just give someone PS Plus to play online and stuff with Minecraft. So I, I, I can't do it. But the number one game played, of course, I played this for maybe thirty minutes with Casey. Minecraft number one total hours is. Brrr, 200 dear god 317 <laughs> i'm not even is kidding that all casey like did nick and noah play it all or oh nick did too i mean uh, noah didn't really but okay. nick nick played a lot of minecraft he and casey both played so i almost feel like it's counted twice i don't know all right but now we get to my yeah. games so i wish they would have counted six games instead of five because only four of these are mine but number two for me madden 22 34 hours. Wow. Wow. Number three for me, Death Stranding Director's Cut, 31 hours. Number four, Demon Souls, 19 hours. And I feel like I played it for probably nine or 10 hours before the new year. So that tells you how much Probably, time I put yeah. into Demon Souls. Because I, I know I beat it this year, so it, it makes sense. But at number five, Returnal, 18 hours. Couldn't get past level two, but I put 18 <laughs> hours into this stupid freaking game. Oh, my God. Sean, show me your stats. Wait, so what was your total again? I mean, not yours, but you know, according to the thing, how many hours and how Six, many were Minecraft? 628 and 317 were Minecraft. So you had about 300. Yeah. Okay. Over half of the time on my PlayStation was my kids playing Minecraft. Right, man. Uh, so mine makes sense, although looking back, I mean, I don't know. My number one, 77 hours. Returnal. Hades. It took you that long to get the platinum? That's a big platinum. And not far behind with 74 Returnal. hours returnal. Wow. Wow. Uh, number three, no platinum to show for it. 48 hours Resident Evil Village. Oh my God. I mean, I, I played d- through the game like four times, I think. Well, yeah, <laughs> it didn't even show up every time, but like. Well, yeah. that's what's funny. Like, even my number five, what was your number one? I mean, not mine. My number one, number one was Madden 34. See, my number five was 42 hours. So I must have played a lot more PlayStation than you. Or you definitely played, you played more games. Oh, I don't think I covered that. I only played 24 games. 
So I didn't play as many games. Yeah, I played 35. So maybe you just spent more time. I don't know. I mean, no, I spent more time, but I don't know. Um, okay, so number three was Resident Evil 48 hours. <laughs> number four, this is kind of shocking, although I guess it makes sense. And I got the platinum. Number four, 45 hours. Castlevania Advanced Collection. It took you 45 hours. Oh, my God. And I mean, probably 30 of that was just bonus crap trying to get the platinums. Like, I probably beat the four games in like 10 hours total. (laughs) And then what's funny, number five, which only made up probably the last, I don't know, two or three weeks of the year. I don't really remember. Final Fantasy X. Uh, 42 hours. (laughs) Oh, my God. So... (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait for the next segment. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next up is trophies. Now I think you beat me here. I think we already talked about that, right? I think so. Okay. So I had 571 trophies total. I had Ooh. 16 platinums, 139 gold, 81 silver, which tells you I was doing some cheap platinums and 335 bronze. Sean, stat that. You have more gold than silver? Yeah, because of, of cheap games. It, it's fine. I'm not ashamed. It's fine. Weird. Well, thank you, East um, Asia. Thank you, East Asia Soft, for all those review codes for those horrible games. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so I got 825 trophies. <sighs> um 21 platinums. I'm catching nice. up to you. In another decade, maybe I'll pass you. By PlayStation 7. Well, I, I still got to get road, um, road bustle in some of those that you have. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had, weirdly enough, also 139 gold trophies. Wow. But I had 159 silver and 506 bronze. <laughs> oh, my God. But you also, <laughs> like, you went through Hades, Returnal, Death Door. Uh, Castlevania. Castlevania had a lot of trophies. Most of Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Good job by you. That makes me happy. By the way, go back and watch our video where Sean says that he hates trophies. All right. Um, is there anything else? Nope. That's it. Nah, the rest of it's stupid. Yeah. So I, I feel like this didn't have as much data as it did in previous years, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that PlayStation does this. I like that. It works. I hate that my kids screw up my freaking data every year. I, I should just delete Minecraft and say, play it on the switch or play it on the Xbox. I, I don't care, but, but no more, no more on my PS five. Yeah. They probably already played it for like 50 hours this month anyways. So it's going to, it's going to skew everything no matter what. So that was our PlayStation wrap-ups for 2021. Sean, you've alluded to it a lot. Why don't you tell me what you've been playing this past week or so? Uh, majority of it was... <clears throat> I'm out of water. Um, Brittany! Final Fantasy X. So what was so I... bad about this platinum? So... 
it was just long and grindy. There were some parts that were legitimately difficult, like the stupid, I mean, by far the worst was the Chocobo racing thing, but it's just, it's unbelievably just stupidly difficult. Your now, monitor say, just I, added I, a, a nice backlight and then it turned off. <laughs> no, I turned it off because I saw the light. Oh, so just, okay. Um, I've done it probably at least twice, maybe three times in the past. And I always struggle with it, but I feel like I was struggling more this time. I was looking up all sorts of YouTube videos. Everybody was saying the same thing. And then I eventually saw somebody post, and I don't know if they just came up with it on there. I don't know where this comes from, but they're like, uh, try it while holding L1, L2, R1, and R2 down. And they're like, I don't know if it's a placebo effect or what, but all of a sudden I was just dodging birds better and it seemed like it controlled a little better and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to try it. Right. And the first time I did it, do you remember what it is? So there's like all these, you're racing against another person, but there's all these like balloons laid out and there's random birds flying at you. And you have to get, for every balloon you get, it takes three seconds off your time. For every bird you hit, it adds three seconds, but it also like stuns you. So each bird is probably like four and a half, five seconds. I feel like you've talked about and, this over the last six years on this yeah. podcast many times. Yeah. And, and so you need to get a negative time. Okay. And I think the first time I did it holding all the shoulder buttons, I think I got like, I don't know, three or four seconds after getting like struggling to get into single digits. And I'm like, I can't imagine that had anything to do with it. But I had a good run there. I'm going to keep doing it. And I beat it within another, I don't know, seven or eight tries. So I don't know that I'll ever play this game again or at least do that no. part again. But like once I started doing that, it seemed to make a difference. So I don't know. Um, there were some other things that scared me. Just like, first of all, maxing out. There's a trophy for maxing out one person's sphere, gr sphere grid. Then there's another one to do it across everybody. At the time, even just maxing out one seemed like a chore. I'm like, I know I can do it. It's just, do I really want to invest that much time? But so that's what I spent the vast majority of my time. Well, I don't know about that. At the end, it was like 95% of what I was doing the last three weeks or so of playing that game was just spent on that. And it's basically, if you set, you have to like create a certain armor that makes it so instead of your overdrive bar charging, it instead counts more towards your leveling up. And then you can also customize your armor to be like triple overdrive. And then you can also modify it to be triple experience. So every time you get hit, instead of it would triple your overdrive you know instead of giving you a little bit on your overdrive gauge it would give you triple the amount and instead of it adding to your overdrive gauge it adds to your leveling up and then you've also got that tripled again so basically you just fight this guy that hits you for nine 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 every time and you set your overdrive gauge to charge like you can have it so it charges when you attack somebody or when you kill somebody or when you get hit or one of your other people gets hit or whatever and so you set it so that you know, you gain overdrive when you get hit. So you 
fight this guy that just automatic one shots you nine 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 every time he hits you nine 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 which would which would like really fill up your overdrive and it triples that and then it all goes towards your experience and then that gets tripled so you fight that guy a couple times you get up to like 99 levels to go move around the sphere grid but when you're moving around the sphere grid that much you run out of the spheres you actually need to activate all the nodes so whenever you run out of power, speed, mana, or ability spheres, you got to go fight this other guy. And if you use this item, he drops a bunch of those. You have to like keep recharging your sphere levels to be able to move. You have to keep killing this other guy to keep getting the spheres you need to activate them. It's just like this on, it was just never ending. So that was just, uh, that was a chore getting through that. Do you have um, any idea how many hours this ended up taking you? hundreds i have no idea okay. hundreds probably um there's some other stuff that i never even bothered with when i've played through the game before there's this lightning dodging thing where in the thunder planes like there's a flash and then pew, you get struck by lightning but when you see that flash if you hit x you like dodge it and it doesn't do any damage i don't think or maybe it does but um to get one of the person, I mean, it doesn't even matter. There's a trophy for doing the lightning dodging. You have to dodge 200 lightning bolts in a row. <laughs> in a row? And in the past, Not total? Yeah. In a row. So in the past, when I've tried to just dodge the lightning bolts, I literally, I don't know that I've ever been able to dodge more than like three or four in a row. So I'm like, I don't know that I'm ever actually going to be able to get that trophy. Like, it seems impossible. There's got to be an easy way to do it. So eventually I found you know, a video with like this easy way, you know, go to this area, look for this spot on the ground. And anytime you run over it, it just automatically triggers the lightning. So you basically run over it. Don't wait for the flash to hit X, just hit X as soon as you touch that spot and you'll automatically dodge it. So I started doing it. I'm like, holy crap, this works just as advertised. Like I can get to 200. My first try, I got to like 170 something and I got hit. I'm like, come on. So then I tried it again. I think the next time I got to like 120 and then I got hit. I think the next time I only got to like 40 and I got hit what and I just hell? had to walk away. I'm like, I need to get in a better mind space right now. So I just took a break, went back and I eventually got it. Um, Is that what made you like fight? What, what, so like Brittany's tweet and everything, what made you collapse when you finally got the platinum? Was it that? Because it sounds like it was the freaking... last. So the last thing I did, there's another chocobo race that's not nearly as bad, but it's like this winding thing. And you're again, racing another chocobo. And basically you have to get to the middle before the other one does, but spread throughout the track are these uh, treasure chests you can open. And if you open one and beat the other chocobo, you get something. If you open two and beat the chocobo, you get something. There's a trophy for getting five chests and beating the other chocobo. And you basically have to memorize the exact path to take to hit all of the chests in the most streamlined way possible. But then there's a lot of RNG where the other Chocobo is basically going to finish their race in, I think it's like 34 to 37 seconds. And unless they are on one of their like random 37 second runs, you have no chance to beat it. So you got to hope that they have a slow run and you hit it perfect and you cut all the corners just so. So that was the last thing I did. But I tried it a few times and I was getting pretty close. I'm like, okay, I've got this. I know I can do it. It's nothing, nowhere near as bad as the other one. 
Um, but I don't know that I really set out. I really just wanted to do the stuff that I'd never done in the game, like really max out my stats and try to beat all these optional, like dark aeons, all these optional, like big time bosses, just because I'm like, this is a, a, a gap in my backlog. I love this game. I feel like I need to do it. And I'm like, maybe I'll get the platinum, but I'm like, I need to do all that, see where I'm at and then see if the platinum is really doable. And by the time I did all of like the combat stuff and beat all the optional bosses, which was a pain in and of itself, I was to the point where I'm like, okay, there's the lightning dodge thing. There's this other chocobo race, but it's basically just filling in everybody's sphere grids. And that by far was just the most annoying part. None of it was particularly difficult with the exception of the one chocobo race thing that I've talked about ad nauseum. None of it was that difficult. It was just annoying it was just non-stop it just took forever that being said for the most part i enjoyed it like i really love this game it's a top 10 all time for me um maybe even top five i don't know where it would end up but like it was still fun and i'm glad i got to do a lot of the stuff that i never actually completed all the other times that i beat the game so but i feel like i have closure now like I love this game, but I now that I've gotten the platinum and especially everything that went into it, I just don't know that I'll ever play it again. So right. <clears throat> so but is, yeah, I'm happy to get that. And what's weird, I'm guessing there's also another platinum for X2, but like it doesn't say that I got a platinum, I guess just because it goes by the game itself. Like it shows that I got the platinum in the X X2 HD collection, whatever not just final fantasy 10 right i'm guessing there's just two platinums if i but i mean x2 is terrible i'm not even going to play it let alone try to get the platinum but it's weird that it just shows up as i platinumed the final fantasy 10 10 2 collection whatever it's called yeah so so is this now you're most proud of platinum or is it hades is it bloodborne is it you know returnal That is a good question. I think it's still probably Bloodborne Mm -hmm. just because that was difficult. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but like that required actual skill. Like some of those bosses were just stupid. This was just like you could do it. I was going to say I could get this plan if I had the. Yeah. Yeah, Like the hardest bosses, I mean, it's a turn based game. So the hardest bosses were like, here's the pattern that they're going to do. And some of the, the ultimate, uh, penance it's like the final 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 optional boss and it's basically you just have to do everything perfect it's like okay if it does there's this hidden counter you need to just kind of keep track of where if they do this attack it adds three to it if they do this attack it adds two to it and every time it gets to 21 it's about to do this attack and if it does that attack you're all dead so before they get when you get to the turn before they do that attack you have to do this in order to survive it and blah 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 there's like all these things that can go wrong but it's like just follow the pattern and and you'll beat it so it wasn't that difficult i mean like mentally it was way more difficult mentally than physically right yes i think my most proud one is still bloodborne um returnals up there hades is up there cuphead is up there this is up there um but i think it's probably bloodborne 
porn. And I don't know that I'll ever, I don't know, unless like Elden Ring, I don't know what yep. platinum I could get that would be more difficult than Bloodborne. But yeah, I think that's probably still my number one. We'll see here in a month. That's what I say. Because I feel like you're going to get the Elden Ring platinum. But I have, well, then I'll save it. Um, I'm going to look else? at the trophy list and... But it's one of those things, until I know what the game is, I'm not going to be able to make sense of whether any of the trophies are difficult. Like, I don't know. I'd like to get it, but that game, uh, it just seems ridiculous. So we'll see. What else you played? Um, Other than that, the only other thing I've played so far, which I'm sure you'll talk about also, is Trigger Witch. Uh, I'm guessing you're further than I am. Yep. Where am I? I think I just. Oh, I just went up to the the fortune teller, or whatever. When it gets a cool view of like the overworld of yeah. the map, or so now I get to go. The, the thing that I tweeted, yeah, cover like the second half of the map or whatever. Nuxvar. So I think I'm about halfway. Um, but I'm. I, I like the game a lot. The controls. And I remember thinking this last time. The controls are weird. I don't like how it's like, ooh, when you run out of ammo, it automatically switches back to your hand cannon. And then if you wait a few seconds, then your other gun gets its ammo back, and then you can hit L1 to switch back to that weapon. But other than that, when you hit L1 and R1, it just switches between the two. The whole like gun switching and reloading thing never really clicked with me before and i'm realizing it again i don't particularly like it most of the upgrades i've done so far have been to the hand cannon just because i'm like i end up using that gun more than anything else because as soon as i run out of ammo on something i end up just using the hand cannon for a while until i can clear all the enemies and be like okay i gotta get my other weapon back out so i've been upgrading that more than anything and it's super powerful now but i don't like the control aspect of the gun switching and stuff but other than that i'm loving this game again i mean i knew i loved it but yeah well one thing i will say so i've gotten better this time at so if you you know you can have two guns on your back and those are your l1 weapons what i've gotten better at this time than i was at least i think better at than i was the first time is so yeah if you're using l1 and you've got the you know the assault rifle whatever you go through all your ammo, and then you switch to the hand cannon. If you hit L1 once, it goes back to the weapon with no ammo. And then it's just going to go, nope, no ammo, back to the hand cannon. But if you hit L1 twice, you go to your secondary weapon, and then you're good. And you can keep doing that. Your original L1 is going to keep you know, refilling the ammo and everything, and you're good to go. The other thing that I didn't do last time, which I've started doing this time, is going into the settings <clears throat> and setting... Like if you hold L1, you know, you can select your weapon, whatever. But if you hold L1, you push right stick up and then you can assign that weapon to up, down, left or right on the D-pad. Yeah. So that you can you can go bam, bam, bam. You can keep switching between all of them, which I, I got my 10,000 points or whatever in the arena. And that was one of the reasons I did it was and I got the trophy kill, you know, kill uh for so many enemies in like in 10 seconds with four guns in 10 seconds yeah that one i struggled with that event i mean i got it eventually i mean i haven't gotten it on this playthrough yeah i remember struggling with that the first time but i playing through it again it's just reminded me how much i love this game and i 
put it number six. I think you had it a little bit lower, seven or eight. I can't remember. It was like eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. But it's, it's reminding me how much I love this game. Like it's so smooth. Um, the only thing I don't like about the PS5 version is I had to turn off the adaptive triggers because I'm, I'm realizing what a lot of people have said about like call of duty and other first person shooters and stuff is like, when you're in the middle of a game, the adaptive triggers are cool, but I don't want to have to like to aim and then to shoot, you know? So I turned that off. Um, so really I'm playing the exact same game I played the first time because my, my TV doesn't do 120 FPS. It's just 60 and that's plenty. I, I don't need 120. It's whatever. Um, is the trophy list different? No, it's the exact same. I, I went side by side. Okay. It's the same. Yeah. Cause there's some, like there's the trophy for like shooting your gun in your house. I'm like, I don't remember that. I, and I did it by like actually shooting the into the, the portal, thing. the void. I'm yep. like, I don't remember that. Yep. Yeah. There's like a few that I got early on that I'm like, I don't remember that being a thing, but I guess yeah, it was. They were. It's there there were some when I was going back and looking at the trophy list, I was like, oh man, there's one where it's like you got to get spread fire between 20 enemies with the the flamethrower. But all that means is eventually like set 20 enemies on fire. So that was easy. There's the one up in the uh I can't remember what it's called, where, where you get the sacred sacred symbols trophy. Uh, you know, in the floating fortress, whatever it's called, you got to have yeah. 10 enemies fall down and die. That's just, it, it just happens. It's fine. It just happens. Yeah. yeah. I'm into now Nuxvar Castle, uh, which is the one where you walk. Well, I won't spoil it for you in case you forget. Um, but one of the trophies there was like, you had to kill 10 or 20 enemies in the dark because, you know, everything's dark and whatever. Um, and I just got that it, at first I was trying and then I was like, I'm, I'm screwing myself up. I, I just have to just, just kill people and deal with it, whatever. And I got that trophy too. So I feel like I'm going to be able to get everything pretty easily. It'll be interesting to see. And I don't even know if I can go back and even check my play time. Cause I did new game plus I actually, I'd probably have to go back and listen to our podcast because I did new game plus after I got the platinum on PS4 for a little bit but that was before they patched it. So whenever you went into a dungeon, you had the whole dungeon unlocked. So I was like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Um, uh, yeah. But I, I feel like I'm going to get this platinum quicker than I did the other one. But like I said, I'm in Nuxvar Castle. So I've got to beat that. And then I think it's just then I go to you know the moon or whatever to fight the man in black, which now that I know who the man in black is, when you see him show up and you see his little mustache, you can see it. Yeah. I'm like, it's so good. It's, it's so good. Um, but John O beat me to the platinum. Um, I went back and looked at my, my PS4 trophies for trigger, Witch, and you and I were right there at like five and six or six and seven. I forget what it was, but, um, I'm not going to be that high on PS5 because it's, it's taken me, you know, a few days now. I, I do anticipate that I'm going to get the platinum here the next day or two, I would say maybe two days. Um, but I needed this game because like I said last week or two weeks ago before we did the impromptu Xbox podcast, which we're going to get into here in a minute, I was just in a rut. Like I, I've, I got my series S for Christmas. I played halo. I played Forza. I played dead cells. I played battle toads. I played all this stuff. And it was almost just like paralysis by analysis. Like I just had too much to play. Um, and then when I went and looked up the trophy guide for guardians, I was like, Oh my God, I already missed trophies or I already missed collectibles in the ship at the start of the game. So now I'm like, 
I, I got to restart because now I like I'm, I'm playing this game because I want to play it, but I want to get the platinum. And now that I've already missed collectibles, maybe I could get them later on. I don't know. But like, even when you get down to that first planet before you fight anybody, I know I've missed collectibles and I'm like, I have to start over. And now I don't even remember. You don't have to get, you don't have to get all of them. You need to get like 65%. Oh, you need to get all that's true. Okay. So the, I missed an outfit um in like the second or third area just because when i was following the guide it's like oh you go back here and but i'm like i don't know have i already passed it i guess i'm gonna keep going and then i got to a part where i couldn't go back i'm like so once i beat the game i just like made a beeline to get back to that area and got that one outfit that i was missing but yeah with the exception of the outfit as long as you didn't miss any outfits and you haven't missed a ton of collectibles you should be fine I think the highest trophy for the collectibles is like get 65% or 75%. Yeah. Like you don't need a hundred percent of them. I definitely missed a few, I think early on. So okay, as long as it wasn't an outfit, you're fine. But yeah, for me, it's just like playing, going back to trigger, Witch. it was just like, uh, like, this is what I needed. I, I want one yeah. as soon as Rainbow announced it and Jono was tweeting and everything. I was like, yes, this is going to be my 75th platinum. I'll have it here in a couple of days. It's gotten me out of my funk. Again, I've been dealing with three other people in my family having COVID. Well, five, if you count our mom and dad, and now I've got COVID and I just need it. Like, this is such a good palate cleanser to get me like back into playing games. I want to play guardians. And then <laughs> February is going to be insane. We got horizon a week later, we got Elden ring Sifu's there too. dying light too, which uh, I'm not going to play, but I mean, February is about to be insane. And I feel like this is the palate cleanser that I needed. One other palate cleanser I did play. I keep hearing people when I've been listening to sports talk radio and everything, especially focused around the giants. And one, one thing, Kenny and Gola jr. You know, you know, afternoons on ESPN radio, they're, they're fine, whatever. But having Chris Kenny on there, who's a former giant, also former cowboy. They talk about the giants a lot. And one thing I kept hearing multiple times over the last couple of weeks is how if the Giants just would have taken Josh Allen at number two instead of Saquon. And then in the second round, they could have taken Nick Chubb. And I was like, you know what? I've heard this so much. I don't want to hear about it anymore. So I'm going to play Madden 22. And you know what I'm going to do, Sean? I'm going to trade. And I'm going to put Josh Allen on the Giants and Nick Chubb on the Giants. And I'm going to have fun with that. I sim the first season. I bolstered the O line. I may have signed someone as an undrafted rookie named Kevin White, who's a pretty good cornerback. Um, and now I'm three and in my second season. And it was just like I and it, I played 34 hours last year, which is crazy to me. I, I didn't realize I played Madden that much, but like that combined with Trigger Witch has just gotten me back into the groove of playing games and. We all hate on Madden. Everybody hates on Madden, whatever. But I really thought this year was pretty darn good. Um, really, all I want to do is is have a game that plays well, that has a decent franchise mode, and that's it. That's all I need, and that's what this gave me. And I'm probably going to keep dipping back in. Once the Super Bowl's over, I'll probably just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine now. I can delete it. But, um, yeah, Trigger Witch and Madden helped me get out of my rut, I would say for sure. So when is Horizon... February 18th. Elden Ring is February 25th. So I've got time. All I really want to do before Horizon is get the Trigger Witch Platinum. And I'm really dreading it, even though it probably only takes like two hours. But I need to go back and get the stupid PS5 
Peppa Platinum. Um, is there a separate list? Because I never saw I PSN. Knock- I never saw PSN profiles tweet out if it was a separate list, or maybe it's just the same game that just got an upgrade. That's what I'm wondering. I don't think it's a different trophy. I mean, I think it's. I think you can get a second platinum. Okay. I think. Well, I need hey, you to. You need, you, see, I need like, you to research and let me know. I think when Wario, I don't know if it was something Wario tweeted or something that he just like retweeted, but I saw like it was like the other day, and it was like my friend Peppa Pig, you know, PS5 upgrade and includes better frame rate and quicker loading. I'm like, this is freaking Peppa Pig we're talking about. How was it not good enough on PS4? Why could PS4 not run that game every bit as good as PS5? Like, It's like a flash why game. Why do we even need this update? Yes, it, it, it's like strong I mean, bad or and something. And it had issues. It had a lot of issues. So really? I'm curious to see. I mean, you're not, they're not going to change voice acting or anything but there was a lot of just weird little hiccups and stuff which i don't know i'll be curious to see if ps5 fixes those but yeah that's the only real things that i think i want to get off of my plate before horizon comes i don't think there's any other platinum sitting out there waiting for me so that's that's all i'm looking to get done over the next month or so i mean well video game wise yeah so i gotta get so Trigger Witch is going to be 75. Peppa will be 76, hopefully 77. And then after that, I'm just going to try to get back into Guardians. You had it like number three, right? Last year. Three or even two. I think three. Yeah. So I I, I, I know you, obviously. I've known you for 40 years. Well, no, I've known you for 37 years. But like... So I know I'm missing something with this game. It's just, again, I had too much to play, whatever. Um, So I do want to play that. But then like the good thing about Horizon, so it came out that there's one ending. But it's weird because you can make choices in the story and whatever, but there's only one ending. So it's not like we have to worry about beating the game three or four times or something. If the trophy list is anything like the first game, then I might, if I just go balls to the wall, I might be able to get the platinum in a week and then move on to Elden Ring. But um, if it's got a new game plus or a hard mode or something like that, then I may have to skip the platinum. But my goal is to enjoy Horizon and beat it in a week. See what the trophies look like and go from there. But like, man, when Elden Ring hits, I'm going to regret this, but like, I've got to play it day one. I I just do. It's going to kick my ass. I know that. But I feel like after how much I love Demon Souls remake, I, I I I just gotta I gotta play Elden Ring as close to day one as I can. So what's weird is I can very much hear your garage door. Yeah. But I never feel like I hear it on our normal podcast, but clearly the microphone does pick it up. It, it definitely comes through. Um, but yeah. And your monitor comes it's through. It's weird. Too. I know. Um because I can't just turn it. Oh, I can't turn it off. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Um, oh wait, that's weird. <clears throat> anyway, we all kind of knew Horizon. We didn't know what it was called. Now it's Forbidden West, but like we always knew Horizon Two was coming. Like we knew it was coming. It's weird that it's here already, but like I don't know. Elden Ring is kind of up there, not to the same extent, but almost reminds me of like. Final Fantasy 7 remake. Like it's a game that we've just been hearing about for so long that we're like, is this game ever 
actually going to come out. Like yep. it's George R. R. Martin writing a story for a souls born game. Like, are you kidding me? This is going to be ridiculous. Like, how is this ever actually going to get made? And now it's like, yeah, another month and it'll be here. It's just well, weird to think that this game is actually happening. <clears throat> Because before it finally got actually unveiled at the Game Awards 2020 or E3, whatever it was, I can't remember what it was, but before it actually got revealed and we actually saw the game, it really was to a lot of people like, no, this is just vaporware. So yeah, I I completely agree with you that we didn't think we were ever going to get it, but it's almost here and I can't wait to get my ass kicked. I almost said act kissed. (laughs) I hate when I get my act kissed. All right, Sean. You want to get news of the week? Let's do it. All right, Sean. Obviously, we spent a whole podcast last week talking about Microsoft and Activision Blizzard King. But now we've got some follow-ups, and let's get into it. Phil Spencer had an interview this week. Hang on. Hang yes, on. yes. I know what you said. What I said. It almost sounded like, well, I mean, you said Activision Blizzard King. But it sounded like you said Lizard King. And then I started thinking of Robert California. California. (laughs) You don't even know my real name. I'm the GD Lizard King. (laughs) So the actual Lizard King. Oh, no. Oh, he did say effing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Obviously, but I'm the bleeping Lizard King. (laughs) And he just looks at the camera like, you don't even know my real name. I'm the Lizard King. I love like that season have, was not I great. Have, it was not great, but I've so I love James Spader and I have much more appreciation of that character than I ever did when it was yes, live. For sure. Way better than season nine. Season nine was saved by like the last four episodes with the whole the the stupid freaking yeah. the the Mike guy trying to get in on Pam and everything. It was just it was bad. But those last four episodes are perfect. Anyways. Phil Spencer had an interview this week where he said that he is confident that the workplace issues at Activision Blizzard King will be resolved now that Microsoft will be in charge. Cool. Uh, He said he is interested in bringing back old IP and he did name drop King's Quest, which is like the oldest RPG ever. Guitar Hero, which if it's like Guitar Hero Live, Sean, I hope you're enjoying that, that I just gave it to you. And uh, I, I just gave it to you like four years ago and Hexen. Now I'm trying to think back to our episode with Brent and Jason. Did y'all play Hexen in your land parties at all or no? I don't think I ever played it. Okay. We may have like dabbled in it, but I don't remember if I did. I don't remember much about it. I remember the name more than anything, but. I mean, I it was, we ever actually played it. It was a first person, quote unquote, shooter, but the shooting yeah. was like magic and whatever. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember playing it with Randy or something. I mean, not together because he had a computer. I had a computer and we couldn't we, we weren't smart enough back then to figure out how to hook him up. And we weren't going to bring our gigantic gateways and stuff over to the other person's house. Um, but yeah, I would love to see Hexen come back just because it's Hexen. Uh, Spencer also said that he is happy with some of the new IP that ABK has developed over the past years. But something that's funny to me, oh, this is not funny. The Knicks lost to the Cavs, okay? Um, Spencer also in the interview talked about how he's worried about big tech companies getting into gaming because they don't belong there. 
He says he trusts Nintendo. He trusts PlayStation and everything. But like Amazon's got shopping and they've got web services and Google's got search and blah, blah, blah. But like we don't want them getting into games. Microsoft like Microsoft. <laughs> the, the absurdity, like the, the fact that people still buy this guy's bullshit is just astounding to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point now as we keep talking about Microsoft, I'm taking off the, the PG gloves. I don't care. This guy is so full of shit and I'm so sick of it. And I cannot believe the amount of I don't even know if you saw my Twitter last week. When Yong, yeah, was like, hey, congrats to Phil about this tweet that we're going to talk about here in a minute. And I was like, you're not even knowing what he's saying. The amount of mentions I got, I was like, oh, my God. I had people calling me a fan kid. Like, oh, my God, you fan kids need to grow up. I'm like, I'm 40. And all I'm telling you is the truth. Just, I'm a just, man. I'm a man. I'm 40. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that was interesting because Phil Spencer continues to be a snake oil salesman. I don't care what anybody says. Sony responds after the announcement of the acquisition or the planned acquisition, I should say. Sony said via a spokesperson, quote, we expect that Microsoft will abide by contractual agreements and continue to ensure Activision games are multi-platform, end quote. Anything to read into that, Sean, or is it just corporate, whatever, contractual speak? What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't put much stock into that at the moment i think everybody's just saying what they need to say right now and i don't think it means anything no i I think it's pretty much like yeah they signed contracts with activision for probably at least modern warfare 2 maybe diablo 4 maybe overwatch 2 and maybe call of duty 2023 whatever that ends up being Outside of that, it doesn't mean anything. So then there was Phil Spencer's tweet, which this is the thing that Yong Ye retweeted, and I went at him to laugh at him, and then everybody came at me because y'all think that Sega versus Nintendo was bad. Let me just tell y'all, Xbox versus Sony is just as bad, if not worse, just because we have social media. Like if we would have had social media oh, in yeah. the in the early '90s, it probably would have been unbearable. But right now, it's definitely unbearable. Phil Spencer's tweet, and I quote, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard. It's contracts. Congrats, Phil. You're going to abide by contracts. Good for you, you freaking jackass. And our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry. We value our relationship. (sighs) First off, like I said, you're confirming that you're going to honor contracts. Congratulations, Phil. Second, your desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Desire. I desire to be ripped and get down to a BMI of like five. But just because I desire that doesn't mean it's going to happen. You mean body fat percent? No, BMI. Your your BMI. 
your BMI, like when they, they take the things, they go here and it's like, your BMI is this. Yeah, that's body fat percent. No, but it's called BMI. Look it up right now. No, B, BMI is like your weight divided by your yeah. height in some kind of unit. If you had a BMI of five, you would be like a ripped. You'd be a yardstick. <laughs> no, I think, I think BMI you would, is you wouldn't even a skeleton. I don't even Shut think it. a skeleton would have a BMI of five. Shut it. I think a good BMI is 21 now that I think about it. But anyways, you're, you're <laughs> killing my, my point here. I desire to be in shape is what I'm saying. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. And also saying that you desire to keep call you're, you're Googling, I can see you. you desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Greg Miller, while I have a lot of issues, How tall are you? Uh, five, five nine, nine and three quarters, yeah. And that's actually real. I'm not being stupid. Five nine and three quarters. Five ten and a half with shoes. Um I got a lot of issues with Greg Miller, but as soon as this tweet came up, he was basically clowning on it and was like, so you desire to keep Call of Duty. Does that mean, hey, we wanted to put Game Pass on PlayStation, but Sony wouldn't let us. So, you know, we tried. Sorry, no more Call of Duty. Um, Collins brought this up lately to that. He thinks eventually we get Game Pass on PlayStation. I just cannot fathom that in my head. The amount of porting work. I mean, these these consoles are basically PCs at this point. But the amount of porting work that would have to be done to get these games to be playable on PS5, I, I can't fathom it. What I do think it just means is that, yeah, we're going to keep Warzone on PS5. And once this deal closes, if you want to play the new Call of Duty, if you want to play Black Ops Cold War, colon, Fortnite 2, you got to get on Xbox. And Modern, War, Modern Warfare 3, Xbox, whatever. All right, what, what did you Google and find? <laughs> I just Googled a, a BMI calculator. And so it just says, enter your height, enter your weight. And I tried just putting, just for the heck of it, five foot nine and 50 pounds. And it's like, check your numbers, try that again. I'm like, all right, five foot nine and 100 pounds. If you were five foot nine and 100 pounds, your BMI is still 14.8. <laughs> so you would have to be like five foot nine and like, I don't know, 30 pounds to have a BMI of five. And also you're dead. But in yes, a cast I get, I get. <laughs> You know what I was trying to say. So, Sean, about this bullshit Phil Spencer tweet, what do you think? What what does it mean for Call of Duty? Like, again, as I've said all along, we're going to get Modern Warfare 2 on PlayStation this year if you want to play it. That's fine. After this year, I think it's all up in the air. But what do you think? Again, I don't really buy it. I mean, our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Well, their desire is to get a BMI of five PlayStation. So, so yeah, their desire would be for Sony to put game pass on PlayStation and now call of duty is on PlayStation. Like, yeah, the fact that he desires that means right. Nothing again. I'll go back to what we said last week. I don't, I personally, I don't care. I'm not going to miss call of duty in the slightest bit now if guitar hero comes back and they do it right and i can't play it on playstation or you know some of these other titles like okay you can come over here and hurt a little bit yeah as of right now it's like it's call of duty i don't care you can have it but no it's it's a bunch of bs it's not good for the industry as a whole but it is what it is i do wonder what contracts are actually in place like has sony 
already signed a contract for Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. Again, Overwatch 2 shouldn't even be a thing, but yeah, since stupid. it's going to be, did they already sign the contract? The, the one thing I wonder about, though, even if it comes to PlayStation, now that I do have an Xbox, Diablo 4 is one of those games where I would definitely not spend $70 when it comes out. But now that I have an Xbox, would I play it on Game Pass? Yeah, for sure. I don't know that I'm going to put 100 hours into it or whatever, but I would definitely at least try it. So maybe it ends up on my game of the year list of 2023. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I do wonder what the contracts... And we're going to figure out all of this over the next year and a half. Um, we're in the early stages here, but yeah. It's going to be excuse me, interesting to see when all the contract details come out. <clears throat> and again, apologies for coughing and snorting and hawking loogies uh i got covid sorry uh last item here uh schreier uh tweeted out that he had an article on bloomberg that there is cautious optimism inside of abk with kodak apparently i'll still say apparently because until he's actually gone i'm gonna say apparently leaving um they are hoping for more creative freedom however they are worried about layoffs mm, yeah no kidding um also, this was interesting. Call of Duty may stop being a yearly release. If it does stop being a yearly release, that makes me think it is an Xbox exclusive because they no longer need to sell 30, 40 million copies. So you agree? Yeah. It would probably be best for Call of Duty, by the way. You don't need these games every freaking year, especially with Warzone just being a persistent thing. It is what it is, but anything else you want to add on any of the fallout from ABK? I don't know what I just said. ABK at Microsoft. IBK. IBK. No, no, I'm good. <clears throat> Another kind of a follow-up here. Uh, this came out this past week that apparently Microsoft, who loves Bobby Kotick, uh, I don't know if they knew this, but apparently Bobby Kotick wanted to buy Kotaku and PC Gamer to try to turn opinions around about him and Activision Blizzard. This comes from Video Games Chronicle. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick was interested in acquiring video game press publications in an attempt to change reporting around the company, it's been alleged. A new report by the WSJ details the reasons why Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard King, I'm sorry, was likely made easier, not easier, due to ongoing problems with the company. However, a section near the end of the report makes the claim that prior to the acquisition, Kodak was considering the possibility of buying certain video game publications. According to the report, Kodak wanted to use, wanted to own these publications in an attempt to paint Activision Blizzard in a positive light again. Quote, <clears throat> Mr. Kodak has been eager to change the public narrative about the company and in recent weeks has suggested Activision Blizzard make some kind of acquisition, including of gaming trade publications like Kotaku and PC Gamer, according to people familiar with him, end quote. It also states that an Activision spokeswoman disputed this, that Geo Media, the parent company of Kotaku, declined to comment, and PC Gamer didn't respond to comment either. Uh, I, I, I just got to laugh at Microsoft getting in bed with Activision and giving this jackass, not even the golden parachute, the diamond parachute, the platinum parachute, whatever you want to call it. This dude's going to make 350 to 400 million dollars at least walking out the door from this after all the horrible things he did. And now we find out this jackass was like, whatever, I'll buy Kotaku and PC Gamer and I will make them print good stuff about me in Activision. Have you ever heard of anything like this in gaming? 
yeah i mean i don't understand i mean i guess i get what he's trying or was trying to do but like like activision buys kotaku and then the next day kotaku breaking news activision best company in the world like who's gonna believe like how is that gonna accomplish anything this guy is an idiot he's an idiot and the one thing i never got behind was like ooh, bobby Koldick he makes all these millions of dollars and whatever blah 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 before all the sexual harassment and all that other stuff happened when people are just going after him for like making money i'm like well that's i mean it whatever it's capitalism i know a lot of you people in the media don't like that but it's capitalism but now when it comes out that like he was at the the head of this company that just treated so many people so completely horribly and then you find out that he was like i'm going to buy kotaku <clears throat> of all the websites that would never, ever, ever, ever print anything positive about Bobby Kodak. He's like, I'm going to buy Kotaku. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, again, all this is going to play out over the next year and a half. We'll see what happens. Last item in the news list, Sean. I feel like we've already been going for over an hour. Wow. We still got a bonus episode or two. December NPD results are in. When it comes to hardware, the Switch was, again, the best-selling console of the month. It beat the Series S and X combined, and then the PS5. So the PS5 finished third. However, the Switch and PS5 were essentially tied when it comes to revenue, which means Microsoft is selling a lot of Series S's and not a lot of X's, right? Probably, yeah. It has to be. When it comes to software, Sean, what do you think was the best-selling game of December? <clears throat> Call of Duty Vanguard. Are you looking at the doc? Yeesh. Damn it. Well, because two was going to trip you up because number two is Halo Infinite. So that's shocking. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know anyone that has an Xbox that doesn't have Game Pass. So it's almost like, are people buying Xboxes and they're like, ooh, cool, new Halo here at Target. I'm going to buy that. And they don't even know what Game Pass is. Like, I don't know how. And this goes across xbox and pc but still pc game pass has halo infinite or you can buy it on steam it's it 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 just boggles my mind that it was number two yeah i feel like xbox is putting all of their eggs in the game pass basket whether or not they make sense financially that's what they're doing so when you see an xbox exclusive show up on like the top sales I don't I mean I don't think it's a bad thing but I also don't think it's a good thing like right. are there really that many people buying Halo instead of just paying for Game Pass I mean Game Pass is already it's the best deal out there hands down you know credit to Mike to to Xbox it's the best deal in gaming but I, I just can't fathom how there's so many people that don't and it's Halo like if you have an Xbox you're playing like I can't imagine there's a lot of just like casual game. I don't know. Something just doesn't add up. It's just so weird that that would be number two when you can just play for free. I don't know. Something I'm not saying it's fishy. I'm sure it's legit, but like why doesn't everybody that has an Xbox 
and then some people that don't write right. an Xbox. Why does everybody not have Game Pass? I don't the, get it. The only thing I can think of <clears throat> is that maybe people on PC are just buying it on Steam and PC people don't really have Game Pass is the only thing I can think of. Maybe. But I mean, we would need a bigger breakdown than that. But yeah. Number three was Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, that does not count digital orders. Uh, number four, Madden 22. Number five, Battlefield 2042, which is rumored to go free to play now. Can you imagine if you spent $70 on this stupid game two months ago and then they're like, mm, we're going to go free to play. Number six, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number seven, hanging in there, Spider-Man Miles Morales. So basically, if you get a PS5, you buy Miles Morales, I guess is what that means. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I agree. It was not a fun platinum, though. Playing through that twice, even though it was short, was just like, oh, my God. Yes. Uh, number eight, Mario Party Superstars. Number nine, NBA 2K22. And number 10, this stupid game won't go away, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Software for all of 2021. Number one, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So right there, you see that if these games do end up being exclusive to Xbox, Sony's in a world of hurt because my God, it's Call of Duty. Like they, they've been like the marketing, you know, partner with them forever now, ever since like 2014 or 15. I can't remember what it was. And now you can't even get these games to get 70% of these. these I just, I don't know. Sony's going to have, Sony's going to be pushing the corner. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to buy Capcom Square and Konami and remaster Metal Gear Solid 1 through 3. Uh, number three, Man 22. Number four, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which means this game is sold like crazy because it just came out in November. Hello. Number five, Battlefield 2042. Number six, Spidey Miles Morales. Number seven, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number eight, Resident Evil Village. Number nine, MLB The Show 21. Number 10, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. One thing that makes me sad, Sean, the top 20 for the year Metroid Dread was not on there. I know it came out in October, but it's shocking. Yeah, but that, still, that makes me sad. And one note from Benji sales on Twitter, VR and AR sales were up uh, 180% in the holiday period. Dollars were up 153%. Full year units were up 163%. Dollars for the full year were up 137%. Quest 2 obviously was the biggest factor there. The whole point in just saying this is that PSVR 2 has the potential to friggin' kill it. They got to get it right, and they got to price it right. Are you going to get RE4, or are you just going to wait for PSVR 2 and then just play it there? At this point, I'm going to wait, because it, it's going to come out on that, and I'm hoping Alex will also. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm going to be so busy over the next few months. Like, if I haven't played it yet, I'm not going to play it yet. Now, then, tomorrow forever now it's time for the wrap up sean we touched on this in our last episode but take two has acquired zynga for 12.7 billion dollars and a week ago that sounded like a big amount of money but it was only you know, a quarter of what it ever happened with the thing um elden ring has officially gone gold ahead of its release on february 25th it will take about 30 hours to beat but there is, quote, many dozens more hours of gameplay. 
again, I'm so hyped for this. It's going to kill me. I know that it's going to kick my ass. I know that, but I want to be able to play a souls game where I can jump in an open world that can ride a horse that can jump up on rainbows and float to islands in the sky. Islands in the sky. The twist feel about the horse. It it looks cool, but I just have never had a game where you can ride a horse and have it. Correct. Just, feel right like i never use the horses in breath of the wild ever ever like even if it took twice as long i would gladly i mean i would fast travel but like breath of the wild i'm walking wherever i gotta go i'm not gonna go find a horse like i just i hate it it's not fun same thing with all the uh phoenix uh phoenix rising Rising. what's the game called yeah immortals phoenix Phoenix Rising. rising um I never used like any of the mounts in that. Like, I just, yep. I don't know. I hope it's not a big part of the gameplay. Unless maybe they'll nail it. I mean, maybe it will be and they'll do it right. But I've never been a big fan of like horseback in games. What I really wonder is how big the world is. Like, well, I feel like I have to ride the horse to get from A to B to C to D. Or yeah. is it just a cool thing to have if you want? Or you need it just right. to jump on the rainbow up to there or whatever. Yeah. The twisted metal PS five reboot has been moved away from lucid games who did the horrible destruction all stars over to fire Sprite. So again, fire Sprite is working on horizon call the mountain for uh, PSVR two. And they're also working on twisted metal PS five, which we assume will be coming out when the TV show does. I don't know why it's getting a TV show, but it's getting a TV show. GDC Game of the Year nominees were announced, and they are Inscription, Forza Horizon 5, Resident Evil Village, Deathloop, and It Takes Two. Also, DICE announced their Game of the Year nominees, and they are Deathloop, Inscription, It Takes Two, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Returnal. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get the Deathloop thing. I don't get it. It's like critics love this game, and no one else does. I, I just, I haven't played it. I haven't played it, but it's just confusing to me. Sony has removed PS Now gift cards from UK retailers, so we assume we're going to be hearing about Project Spartacus very quickly. Uh, they need to tell us about it with everything that's happened over the last week and a half. Stalker Two, the Microsoft exclusive or timed exclusive, has now been delayed from April all the way to December eighth. I think it is of this year. Are you sad, Sean? Very. Me too. Looks like Ghostwire Tokyo is coming out March 24th, according to some PSN leaks. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. I don't know what happened there. It's coming out April 5th, finally, after like 17 delays. WWE 2K22 is out March 11th. And for some reason, Rey Mysterio, who's older than me, is the cover star. I kind of have hopes for this, but I'm definitely in a wait and see right now. Like the little bit of gameplay we saw with the different meters and, you know, new gameplay engine, all this. I have some hopes, but I'm definitely going to wait and see, especially after how 2K20 or 19 or whatever it was went. Right. Kirby in the Forgotten Land is officially out March 25th. Are you going to pick this up? I don't know. I don't know. I'm more intrigued than i ever thought i would have been for the like i like kirby in general but i'm just like i don't think i care but this 
I don't know. It looks pretty fun. I'm I'm definitely intrigued. Me too. Again, it's going to be a wait and see thing for me and see what else I'm doing in March. Uh, the Hitman trilogy is out now. Uh, combines Hitman 1, 2, and 3 in one package. It's, of course, also on Game Pass. So maybe I'll finally uh, get to play Hitman 3 after Hitman 2 completely disappointed me. Banjo-Kazooie is now officially on Switch Online Expansion Pass, and Majora's Mask is coming soon. Also, I've seen reports that Nintendo is quietly, slowly fixing the emulation issues with N64 games. So hopefully that's true. Um, a report came out this past week from Bloomberg saying that Sony is going to make more PS4s because of the PS5 shortages, and then Sony said, no, we're not doing that. You're idiots, Bloomberg, so good job, Bloomberg. Uh, however, Microsoft did confirm that they discontinued all Xbox One models at the end of 2020. So I'm glad we're hearing about this now. Netflix did release a Cuphead show trailer and it's coming out next month. I have I still haven't watched the trailer. I, I just want to be like, when it comes out, okay, I'll, I'll watch it and hopefully it's good. But I don't know how it can be as good as it looks. Game. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it will be. But I mean, it as you would expect, it just looks like you're playing Cuphead. It's so oh. cool. And there's like so many of like the bosses and stuff or like characters in the show, like I don't know. I'm hopeful, but I may just watch this and be like, I don't understand. Why is this a thing? Like, right. It looks cool. Yeah. But I don't know that it's actually going to be any good, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Me too. And the last item here on the list, uh, Capcom released a street fighter 35th anniversary logo. And they also teased the future development of the series. I feel like it was two years ago that we had the 30th anniversary and we got the, the best, compilation fighting game ever and now we're already in the 35th anniversary um yeah it doesn't seem like that's been five it's years. crazy yeah like i don't know if street fighter 6 is coming out this year but i think it's coming out next year at the absolute latest i, I think we at least see it this year but i don't know if it comes out this year yeah and hopefully it's a playstation exclusive suck on that phil ladies and gentlemen that is it for episode 200 and i don't even remember what did i say this was 268 of the two-player co-op podcast thank you all so much for being here uh we're gonna sign off now and let this video export and then we're gonna get back on and do our uh bonus episode for our patrons this month we will be back hopefully in studio together next week but until that time sean go ahead and take us out thank you for playing